I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. going on this is xavier woods aka austin creed let me talk to you hello wwe universe in the philippines this is charlotte Adam! hey everyone this is jeff cobb i have to finish the story we are pretty deadly yes boy yes boy run Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to me. And you're listening to And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Emil Nate checking in on an audio-only picks of the week episode. It's been a while. Uh, wala tayong live stream last week kasi sobrang busy nating lahat. So, babawi tayo. Uh, we have a lot to talk about from weekend reactions and champing favorite matches natin from the past week. But let's check in with one another. How are you, Emil? I am doing great. Kahawi ko lang last week. Uh, I'm here in Naga. I'm going to be here in Naga for, I think, for the rest of the year. I think the next time the I'll be back. rest of the year is like two, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, two, two weeks, yeah. <laughs> for the holidays. Uh, you know now, for the holidays now. But um, you know, the, I think the next time I'll be back in Manila is right around the Royal Rumble time. Because uh, I think we already said we're going to have a viewing party. The details, we're still ironing that out. But that's the next time I'll be back. So... Um, I'm I, I'm at home, comfortable with my family. Um, no, with my relatives, because my family is in Manila. But everything's going great. Everything, uh, uh you know, malamig na yung panahon. So, sobrang ano, sobrang sap ng mga tulog ko lately. <laughs> puti, puti pa yeah. <laughs> Good to see you enjoying your Oro Plata Mata t-shirt. I think I saw it in your stories like multiple times yeah. over the past week. Even it tonight. No, because it's so comfortable. No, it's so comfortable. No, I've been wearing this over and over again because it's so comfortable. Like the yung tela, the yung print, like hindi siya sobrang kapal na 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 you feel it in your skin. So this shirt is like top notch. So I'm gonna vouch for the nutcase. They really do. They really uh do uh, great with their uh, merchandise. So shout out to the nutcase. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the nutcase. Yeah. How's it going on your end? Alright, I'm just getting the last stuff before the holidays out of the way. Uh, the holidays are going to be one week of rest. I guess it's enough. Um, not going to rin. Uh, we're, we're just going to get through some wrestling. I think everyone's powering down by it. And, uh, you know, we'll get through all the holiday celebrations and make it out in one piece. 
Yeah, and uh, I, I can very much relate because things are strangely still picking up on my end. Um, I'm actually going to start with PBA Radio tomorrow. Yeah. So what a time to uh, ramp up with a busy schedule during the busiest time of the year. But I'm not one to complain because this is uh, actually something I've been wanting to do, something I manifested earlier this year. So the fact that it's still mind-blowing. So um, you know, uh, things are looking up, especially as we uh, wind down 2023. Let's get to some uh, weekend reactions here. Ito, if you're part of our patro- uh, patron program, our patron community, pinag-usapan na natin ito sa Discord. But let's talk about it for everybody who checks out the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We're going to start with this piece of news, which I just really popped for this when I found it online, man. <laughs> Brian Danielson, we found out two weeks ago that he was reportedly part of the disciplinary committee that recommended na ma-fire si CM Punk from AEW. In the week since, may lumabas din na balita na he's also part of a committee that has fined at least one to two AEW stars for their social media activity. So, minultahan niya yung mga AEW wrestler na nagparinig sa social media. Ah, sounds familiar na. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, the problem with AEW talaga, and a lot of wrestling companies are it. Uh, sometimes WWE has this problem. I don't know kung na-solution nila before, but I don't see much... Um, in the way of personal shots being thrown by WWE superstars. For AW, AW has a freewheeling, um, you know, loose mouth, loose tongue problem. Uh, it's it's normal for a young company because, you know, we're in the social media age. That was uh, a lot of uh, promoters don't really know how to deal with that. So now, uh, before this, uh, there were a lot of uh, backhanded comments. Um, I, I've been noticing it over the years, Aluna, when you know people were bored in their hands during the pandemic. Uh, people like Britt Baker or you know, nagpaparinig uh, online. They're just really snarky. So, uh, Brian Danielson has been tasked to find people who step out of line on social media. So there, there is you know. Kayfabe work on social media. That's totally fine. Sometimes it can go overboard, but you can still claim kayfabe and then get away with it. Sometimes it's beyond kayfabe. Sometimes it's matters that should be kept uh, within the house ng kompanya. And uh, that's when you should uh, lay down the law and tell people that you work in this company and we can't have you, you know, talk like that in your public social media account. Because, uh, while it may be entertaining to some fans, it doesn't set a good example. Because um, in private, like you know, talk to your boss and stuff like that. Sometimes maybe it doesn't work, maybe it doesn't work sometimes. Um, there are times where Britt Baker has been complaining about booking and social media. I get it, yeah. Uh, she's right in some instances, but uh, you do have to nip it in the bud when it comes to the public uh, public complaining. Because it really isn't a good look when you're uh, when your employee is trashing your company in the open and then you're not doing anything about it. So okay, yeah. um, there are some people who've been complaining uh, why does Brian Danielson, an active wrestler, get to discipline his co-workers? Uh, this guy has been named by Tony Khan as his potential right-hand man if something should ever happen to him. Right? And I think Brian has also earned the credibility to the credibility as a uh, voice of reason, as the adult in the room, as one of the adults in the room. Because he's been in the business for so long and he's been, what, the, the face of a company at, at you know, certain times. 
So I think mabuti naman siyang tao. He's proven din naman na he's not one of those hotheads or uh, people who may attitude problems. He's really an easygoing guy. And I think uh, if there's anyone who knows be- who knows better between right or wrong, you know, when it comes to behavior backstage, I think it would be Brian Danielson. So, um, yes, it's on paper, it's not a good look that a wrestler is disciplining his fellow wrestlers, but I can't see no better guy than, than him. Somebody has to, but someone yeah. has to be the adult in the room it's, here. It's weird lang that Tony Khan doesn't have that cred or that, you know, uh, fearful authority to lay down his own law. It's weird that he has to uh, delegate it to someone like Brian. But I get it then because um, who else, sometimes who else are the boys going to respect than the f- a fellow uh, adult in the room? In WWE, it would have been Undertaker. Right? So uh, I get it. I get it. Somebody has to do it. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree. Say this is a first step to resolve to solving a major problem really with AEW. Um, so I hope uh, this goes well, and you know we can see the morale um, going up. Because reports have uh, been saying mejo mababing morale sa backstage ng AEW ngayon. So um, so I hope this this can at least alleviate that, and this can at least. I'm gonna cut you off right there. I don't think na. Uh, finding people for their social media parinig is directly going to lead to morale going up. If anything, mas lalo mabuburat yung mga tao because wala na silang outlet to doing that. That being said, y- you have to instill this culture where people are able to have mature conversations either exactly. among one another as co-workers or with their superiors. Yeah, that's where I'm going at. Kasi now, wrestlers need, need to realize now in order for you know, for their work environment to be better, they need to have open uh, open communication with, with their superiors, with their boss. If they have something that they want to get off their chest, uh, TK has to has to open that door for, for, for them to, you know, para kausapin siya kung may problemas. Para at the end of the day, if everything gets resolved, okay na, wala na, wala na problema. No? And um, uh, <laughs> because TK also had those moments where... Oh, yeah. He yeah, should he be fine go, as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that. Like Mayon, you're gonna find someone. Find him. No, he, he fucking bullied. He bullied Ariel Mon. Ariel Monroe. Big Swole. Yeah, Big Swole. Yeah. So dapat ngayon kung dapat the accepted CTK don. Oh, na, tama, tama. Na, that's why he. That's know. why he can't do it because he's also yeah. crazy like that. So if he went crazy again, then I think Brian should also do the right thing because. You know, so para mapakita mo na lahat, lahat like oh, everyone has to play a part. Especially the boss, yeah. Everyone has to play a part. <laughs> everyone has to behave on social media. It's not just the wrestlers, but it also yung mga yung mga management and yung mga bosses as well. They really have to behave well on social media. I say social media is a very public platform, Dennis. So, um, so if you're gonna set example, so dapat lahat 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 pantay pantay treatment. Yeah, it's it's uh, amusing to me, Emil, that someone as young as yourself, someone who's not in the business like yourself, you understand it. You get yep. it. Because I worked with people in the business who did not understand it at all. You know, these are people who would go out of their way to tell me na, uh, hindi naman tayo binabayarin eh. So if you can't pay me for the work that I do for this company, then you can't police my social media. Which is really, you know, a whole load of BS. Kasi nakakalimutan din ng mga taong to na you represent your company when you're on social media. Whether you're on your private account, or in your kayfabe or your public wrestling account. You represent whatever company you're affiliated with. So, di ba, kung gagawa ka ng kalokohan online, magre-reflect yan poorly on the company that you're associated with. So, damay-damay yan. That said, uh, a, lot of, a lot of fans don't understand this uh, this particular uh, 
line of this particular policy because they don't they don't understand the consequences of something like this because it's it's beyond their grasp it's beyond their ken um so it's sad lang that um a lot, of, a lot of fans are still pretty immature about this um they don't think it's necessary they don't think it's something that you should you know muzzle someone for uh but you know you, you don't know until you've been there and it's it sucks that you have to be there see emil butipa gets so um it you know it, they just keep they just gotta keep doing what they're doing um it's it's the right thing it's sad that this is necessary but it is necessary um what i mean emotionally stunted uh wrestling business uh both here and abroad so it is what it is yeah all right let's move on to another uh aw bit that we got to talk about live stream but shana wayne yung mommy nick wayne she's now an official aew television character because she has appeared to turn on Adam Copeland. So, so many yeah. thoughts here. Let's pick apart the performance first if you want to start there. Um, before what that, I, 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 the manifesto accidentally that he would become the hero of AEW. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't mean to predict that, but you know, it happened. So it's, I, I'm pretty sad about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least the woman has, you know, has has work, has a job. Uh, she, she'll get that Tony Khan money. That's, yeah. that's always good. Her son is getting Tony Khan money. <laughs> and now they're both getting Tony Khan money. Yeah. <laughs> Get that bag, Wayne family. <laughs> okay, let's pick apart the performance. What did you think? Kasi, nung pinanood ko yun, sabi ko, sana man lang may nag-coach sa kanya kung paano umarte sa loob ng ring. It's extremely bad. Um, I think, uh, no, there had there, there definitely was coaching. Kasi you don't run a spot like that without rehearsing it back, um, before the show. So it was pretty bad. And I feel like someone with the acting experience, not pedigree, experiencing edge. And, you know, by, uh, by extension, Christian, who has appeared in some stuff, that you would think that they would figure out how to do it. Say, this is, it. It was so, so bad. Like, I immediately knew when she hesitated to hit Christian with the, with the chair or the, the championship. Uh, I don't know anime turn, and it's not just because I've been watching this um, this this industry for so long that I know the tropes. But it it was super telegraphed, and it was just so bad. Say they couldn't find a way to teach her how to make it convincing. Because you, all you got to do is choreograph that shit down to the last beat of of your acting, right? and they and they didn't do it. Um. I don't know if they didn't do it or nakalimutan lang ni Madam Netita uh, in the heat of the moment, but it was pretty bad. Um, I, I, the as for the narrative decision itself, uh, okay, we'll, we'll get to that later. Ano ba siya? Like, uh, was she ever a wrestling personality? No, nope. she was the wife she was just of a house- wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> literally wow. like Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll give her a little bit of break for that. Cause say again, she never. I think she. This is the first time that she really got involved in a wrestling capacity. And sure. she has to act yeah. and she has to get in the ring and do something. So I give her a little bit break for that. she has never done this before. But I think it was okay. It was okay. Cause say again, she. She's. This is her first time, sure. and if she's gonna stick in the, to the business, maybe she'll get better as. Uh, more prep, uh, more reps. You probably get better at, at acting, I guess. So, um, it was fine. It could have been better, but I understand because of the circumstances. 
All right, let's get into the narrative here. Um, yung nga, nabangit na natin, she's the Vicky Guerrero of 2023. And it's funny because Vicky Guerrero was once Edge's valet, diba? Uh, uh, they had La Familia in 2008. So yeah. um, for Adam Copeland to be in this position that he's on the business end of the Vicky Guerrero character of 2023, I think it's uh, a bit ironic, maybe something that he himself did not predict once upon a time. Uh, does, did AEW need a character like this? No, um, yeah. no. Uh, I get it. I get. I get what they were trying to tell. Yung story in a vacuum, because I can write a, a reason why Shayna did that. Like, um, I, I, I can write that she hated Edge because she still put her son through a concerto, right? Uh, that that part is uh, justifiable. But um, it felt like whoever had this idea, parang they they stole from the Bloodline playbook. And uh, in a vacuum, okay lang yon. In a vacuum, but this isn't a vacuum. And somebody should have been self-aware of the fact that wrestling fans are tired of the Bloodline playbook because it happened all year without any variation. I, I would say no variation. Um, the only va- the only variables were the people who played the the roles. Uh, sometimes it was Jay, sometimes it was Jimmy, sometimes it was Solo, sometimes it was Roman himself, sometimes it was Sammy, sometimes it was Kevin, but it was all the same playbook. So, I mean, just because someone, or just because they did that in WWE doesn't mean that uh, the AEW crowd wasn't watching. So, um, it, it was... We have fatigue of this particular narrative device. So, sana lang naisip nila yun na, okay, um, it's exactly what happens in a bloodline match, in a Roman Reigns championship defense, diba? Uh, I can't believe no one took that into account and saw the bigger picture. Parang, yun yung nakaka-disappoint about this whole thing. You got two legends who are well-known for their ring IQ, and they couldn't predict this. They couldn't stop this from happening. Um, it's extremely bad. Um well, not super bad, but I feel like it wasn't necessary. I, I know that we needed this to get to whatever pay-per-view match that um, both of them had to do at World's End, probably. But uh, it, it's, it wasn't ideal at all. For me, it's unnecessary the addition of Shayna Wayne because the story here is really Christian versus Adam Copeland. But now it's turning into this whole family drama, the Wayne, Wayne, the Wayne family is caught in between. So, like, okay na ako sa Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage. Mas, may ano na yun eh. May, may gravitas na story. They, do, they don't really need to add this external pieces to the story because if you know the history about these two, and, you know, they already explained it naman on AEW television, okay na yun eh. They could have just run with it. Like, uh, if this is going to be maybe, like, a short, a temporary, a week or two thing, it's fine. But it's, if it's going to be the, the center of the story, it's uh, dependent on how they would run with this. But right now, I'm okay with the feud being just centered on two best, two former best friends um, that, that are fighting for the TNT title. Okay, Nene. So. Devil's Advocate, isn't the idea that Christian is such a smarmy and chicken shit heel that he needs to have rest back against Adam Copeland because he knows at the back of his head that Adam is better? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish it was Kill Switch. I, I wish it was Nick himself. Yeah. Just not this. Because this is how they did the solo debut. Yeah. Clash at the Castle. So, well, it's, 
it's a, for me it's a disappointing lack of self awareness kasi naisip nila naisip nila dapat to eh, na nakita natin to uh, a million times before this year and that is a basic philosophy of how you put a show together in wrestling kasi you don't repeat as much as possible the same finishes in the same show it's just in a macro uh, perspective here in a, in a super zoomed out na um it didn't land, I think, the way they wanted it to. I, and I think it wasn't supposed to land the way anyone wants it to, though. So um, it's a, I guess, in a manner of speaking, if you wanted the heel heat, okay lang. Pero, um, it also, I, I also wish they just tried to be creative with it instead of shoehorning it, shoehorning her into the feud. Uh, one last thing about Shayna Wayne being involved in this story now. I saw the memes from Wrestling Twitter right after the third, and people were like, yeah, uh, live sex celebration, which obviously is not going to happen <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2023. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, there's an immature part of me that's like, Sana lang sina Christian and oh, Shayna Wayne. <laughs> kaya naman yun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if Christian would do it because he's also married, but you know, there's always yeah. the uh, clause now, oh, I'm an actor, I'm playing an actor. Uh, the role of Christian Cage. So. <laughs> If Christian Cage, the character, and Shayna Wayne were to torridly make out on screen, I would just laugh. I'd be all here for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to NXT deadline, which happened over the weekend. You know, PLE Natin for this week. Um, macro view tayo. Uh, did the PLE meet your expectations heading into it? Well, expectations of okay wrestling. Yeah, sure. Um, I wasn't expecting anything mind blowing. Um, so okay, no man, wasn't bad. Yeah, it was it, it was great for what it is. I mean, and I like that, you know, yung mga, event, yung mga NXT uh special events kasi they're more focused on the on the title fights and the championship matches. Pero this one because of the uh parang may added spectacle with the Iron Survivor uh matches. So yung focus parang nawala sa mga champions, iba. So um although the main, the, the main event was still the NXT championship, but that wasn't the 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 hope of this of this uh event it's the two uh iron survivor challenges match matches which both of them deliver we're gonna actually talk about the 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 the, the, uh, the, the men's one on the picks uh picks of the week but overall it, it it was okay it was uh it was actually a great end point to nxt this year which um which i thought nxt really bounced back big time this 2023 after you know, not really the disappointment, but people parang off lang yung iba with the NXT 2.0 thing. And now they really bounce back big time this year with a, a mix of the black and gold NXT and the creativity of the 2.0. And this is now the NXT that we're getting. Probably the best weekly TV show in wrestling right now. So that was a great, uh, great way to cap off a great 2023 for NXT. Emil, you mentioned the highlight where the Iron Survivor challenges, and I actually agree there. So, what do you guys think about uh, the crowd just not being as hot for Ilya Dragunov versus Baron Corbin? Because I felt like coming out of the men's Iron Survivor challenge, parang medyo na deflating Bridgeport, Connecticut audience for Ilya and Baron Corbin. Yeah, I think um, I think it was because the story wasn't that great. Uh, I, I I appreciated what they tried to do with Ilya. Uh, you know, they're fleshing out his character as a family man, uh, as a cocaine fueled family man. But uh, I don't know. I think people are still not on board Baron Corbin. I think sobrang na damage and Vince McMahon in his main roster run that they're just really not willing to to buy in into whatever he does, even as a serious uh, player on NXT, not necessarily main eventer. So I think it's a um 
it it was weird because it wasn't a bad match. Uh, I enjoyed it. They just weren't cheering for it. They just weren't reacting to it at all, and that really sucks. That's why I was surprised that the main event you match near me. Because I mean, it has really, to. It's it's a it's a it's a top championship. I mean, last a little bit. Yeah, last year. Yeah, the NXT title did main event the last the last year's uh, deadline. But still, the people were more excited because with the Iron Survivor than. The title match. I had heading in. You know, feel good. And you know, I I think the men's should have main evented, in my opinion. Uh, uh, sur- yeah, Survivor Series matches don't main event Survivor Series either. So, uh, it's not uh, necessary that the that the gimmick match goes on last over yeah. the the top championship. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a fair point. Sabi mo rin kanina, Emil, na it was a great way to cap off 2023 for NXT. And coming out of deadline, did you feel like any new stars were really built this year? Or that there's someone para okay, ito na, this is gonna be the guy or the girl for NXT in 2024? Kalani Jordan, for me. What a performance. Even though, Shatay might be the haunting points. but Yeah, she had zero. Yeah, but she was she was no she was she was really impressive. Yeah. Uh, she was really impressive, and um, I think the sabi got to then in a past episode that I've been a big fan of Fallon Henley, and I'm glad that she's getting the spotlight now. So also Fallon Henley, big fan. Some men's side, the man. Um, some men's side, I think Trick Trick uh, even became an even bigger star now than he was because uh, he. Well, the crowd really popped for Trick Williams mm-hmm. in this in that comeback in that uh, Tracy McGrady comeback, which again <laughs> we'll talk about a little bit. <laughs> so again, yon, 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 uh, those were the ones that really shined for me in the uh, so in the in both of those uh, Iron Survivor matches. Oh, it's it's Trick Willie. Trick Willie is is my guy. Um, I think you know, when when they started pairing Carmelo Hayes with him, uh, I I really focused on Trick Willie. I I knew um, it was a matter of time before they built him from the ground up. And happy ako sa kanya kasi he was. They took him as the uh, developmental project. The guy didn't really do and do the indie route and made him into a competent star. If anything, must. Uh, for me, it must make upside see Trick Williams because I, I feel like uh, Carmelo Hayes is him in the ring, but his character isn't all there, really. To me, parang pilit na pilit yung, yung franchise player gimmick niya. And um, he, has, he isn't super comfortable talking the way he does. He, I feel like he's uh, like a Coco Martin trying hard to be, to be that guy, trying hard to be Angas when it doesn't quite come naturally. Um, no, no disrespect to to Carmelo Hayes. I think Hindi lang tugma yung gimmick niya with his uh, personality. Uh, I think it comes more naturally naturally to Trick, which is why um, he is getting that rub as well. They, I think they see that in him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy then with uh, Blair Davenport finally being yeah. number one contender after she won yung Iron Survivor Challenge for the women. I think it's long overdue. And, you know, as early as last year, the Banu Kalabinis na Mako Satomura and Mandy Rose, I was calling for, for Blair Davenport to finally uh, be women's champion. So I don't know why it took another year for her to get to this point, but we're finally here. And um, it, it's high time now. We finally see the potential of a Blair Davenport as a top uh, top star on NXT. Yeah. Agreed, I think agreed. I think um, I think na na lang siya ng pila. So you know, yeah, I I don't I think they're not doing the hot shot thing in NXT right now. 
All right, so those are our uh, thoughts on NXT Deadline as a whole. Uh, if you want to get your thoughts in as well, you know where to find us on Twitter and on TikTok. It is at Wrestling2XPod. We'll take a break when we come back. Our picks of the week. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on the Pod Network. Let's get to our picks of the week. We're going to start with yours, Emil. All right, so my pick is from SmackDown, and it's the CM Punk promo from uh, SmackDown. A lot of things to talk about with this one. I, I like that he acknowledged the people's reaction nung promo niya on Raw previous week. Where people are saying that uh, uh, you know it's not genuine, I, uh, parang ano, parang it's not the CM Punk that we know. And then he said, "Oh, he's gonna. You, you want the CM Punk that uh, you know you, you know and love? And here it is. I'm gonna give it to you here tonight." Um, and he delivered. I mean, he put over so many of the current stars there. Parang he made like he teased a lot of like potential matchups. I say. As of the SmackDown, he was still a free agent, right? He was still, um, he was still trying to pick wherever, wherever, uh, where he want wants to go, and even teased going to NXT there. So, I think that was a much better promo than the first one. I feel like he's much more comfortable now than he was nung first week, yeah. Um, where after he came back, he's much more comfortable now on the mic, and uh, I just gotta say, I, I saw a lot of people who. Like CM Punk, he when he made the uh, the joke uh, on Kevin. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Punching people backstage, a lot of people, there was a lot of violent, there's a lot of reactions towards that. Uh, but let me just say, uh, it doesn't mean, uh, you know, the WWE, the WWE, crowd or WWE fans doesn't know the you know doesn't know what's happening. It's just that I felt like the crowd didn't really get the joke because the crowd was filled with troops. Troops now I don't think they they're uh, following backstage uh, stuff. Not uh, but them. On, on, <laughs> they, should be busy. they should be busy doing military stuff. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> exactly. So people felt like you know it went over their heads and parang oh WWE fans are not really wrestling fans, which is Kind oh, of ridiculous. God. We will not get into that now. Yeah, we're not getting into that, but <laughs> I just just this point that I'm making. So, but it was a much, much, much better promo. He was much more comfortable on the mic, and it was the CM Punk that I watched years ago. You know, he didn't he didn't really go for the pot chats that much, which that was the thing that I really didn't like when in his last months in AEW. He just went into storytelling mode. He went into Putting over a lot of these stars and teasing a lot of matchups. So that was a great promo. Bounce back promo from the one uh, on Raw. 
I think it it lied in the fact that you know, he mentioned it at the top of the promo. He was slotted for the 9 p.m. hour, which is the start of the second hour. So Meron Chung time to freewheel a little. And you know, he did go like 12 minutes, about 10 minutes of the yeah. promo. And if you go on last, at the very last, and you have a set time on Raw, there's no time to do that. So, uh, And at the same time, the first promo on Raw it really is the setting the table promo that he's back. Um, I think the promo that they did on this week's Raw should have actually been the I'm home promo. Kasi, but I get why they saved it for Cleveland because of the historical uh, the historical context of, of the city, of the town that they run in, they ran in. So, okay lang yun. Um, this promo was a cheat code for Punk. Um, Cena does the same thing, actually, when he gets back. Uh, he'll disappear for a while, and then he'll come back, and then he'll run down the current people on, on the shows. It's the same thing. It's just that Punk is a lot more comfortable doing it. Um, it was fun. It was entertaining. Yeah, sure. Um, the, the Kevin Owens thing was funny. Uh, it, but it, it's par for the course. Like, uh, it's in, yeah, as a cheat code, Punk does something like that, and the, the entire Yungkultonya will, will pop like crazy because uh, he's returned to save us with his, uh, with his words that are as sweet as honey. That's, that's pretty much it. It's, it was all right. I, I wasn't mad at it. Um, it, it was, yeah, I get why you picked it, uh, you know, um, but it, it wasn't anything groundbreaking yeah. for me. Um, he, had, he advanced the plot. Uh, he said he was going after the WrestleMania main event, which is forever his story that was unfinished. Um, at least for us who grew up in that time 10, 12 years ago, alam uh, namin yun. So, okay, sure. That, 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 that part was more interesting to me. I, I think I said before in AEW reviews that when Punk, and by extension, someone like Cody, is advancing his story with the promo, that's when it's best for me and not when he's uh, masturbating on the mic and taking pot shots and, you know, popping himself with his witty lines. Yeah, I'm going to uh, be on uh, Ro's side here and say that I didn't think that the SmackDown promo was anything special. If anything, <laughs> if you compare it to Raw, which uh, as of recording has already happened, oh, the yeah, Raw promo, yes. yes, leagues and leagues yeah. Yeah. above what he did on SmackDown. So you want to watch a CM Punk promo and you only have time for one? Watch Raw. Forget the one that in SmackDown. <laughs> To be fair, Jung, the only reason why it was good and noteworthy was because of the acknowledgement that he punched someone backstage. Yeah. <laughs> the implicit acknowledgement. And you would know, um, you'd be surprised to know that there are still people who deny that story, even when he has acknowledged it himself. So, Yun, uh, we're going to spend more time talking about that uh, promo on Raw, the showdown with Seth freaking Rollins, and how it sets up Rollins versus Punk uh, for. You know, quarter one of 2024. So it's a live stream on Thursday, 7 p.m. on Facebook and on YouTube. But uh, thank you, Emil, for sharing your pick with us from SmackDown. Staying on SmackDown. Ingat, ingat ka, baka tulakin ka backstage. Ito, <laughs> <laughs> uh, SmackDown pa rin yung pick ni Rowan naman. It's from the U.S. title number one contenders tournament. Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar, basically a rematch from Survivor Series War Games. Very uh, acrobatic and physical, as you would expect, uh, given the competitors involved. And he also enjoyed how it was a showcase of their skills and how it really made him have fun. He also liked that involved si Dominic, who uh, sort of aligned with Santos. Weeks ago, sabi ni Santos, Dominic was right. So 
Um, he said that the rematch on SmackDown was not as good as their outing in the Survivor Series, but still uh, an enjoyable opener for the United States uh, Championship number one contenders tournament. Uh, ni Rowan that uh, he was fine seeing Dragon Lee lose to Santos again because it eventually led to Dragon Lee's own moment ng deadline when he won the North American Championship. Yeah, um, I get I get why it's not as good because they only got six minutes, six or seven minutes really, which is um, um enough time. But Shemper, it's not gonna match up to uh, a PLE match with uh, long, which is I guess longer than that. So yeah, it was great. Um, uh, Dragon Lee did good lucha things. Uh, Santos was the more grounded one here. He's pretty good when he uh, when he works heel because he knows that he doesn't need to or he shouldn't do uh the good lucha things so uh it was good um I, there's not much again like uh the punk promo it's nothing special it, it's nice um, to get uh to see these guys get their shine and santos to advance uh yeah uh their survivor series match was actually much better but again it's because it's a lot time but you know they they did enough for six minutes i mean you know so they 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 were okay they did great and it was um, it was to advance the story as well of Santos uh, going after the U.S. title once again. So um, I'm fine with it, and I'm fine with Dragon Lee taking some losses. Uh, like you know, he was undefeated for a while, but um, now he's pretty much into the main roster mix. Even though another, <laughs> he just won the NXT North American Championship, but he's now in the mix, and he'll get he'll get his uh, time soon. And uh, I must malaking potential ni Dragon Lee at this point, so. Um, uh, his time will come. Eda, let's stop down here and mention Young Dragon Lee winning the North American Championship pit because uh, Dragon Lee na accelerate siya, diba? Wala pa siyang one year sa NXT. Biglang, boom, main roster, SmackDown guy na. And then, the guy who takes the North American Championship from Dominic Mysterio is a main roster guy. It's Dragon Lee. Yeah, it's fucking funny. Diba? <laughs> Imagine, I'm going back to the Summer League analogy here. Friend. Imagine that you, uh, the Summer League was running concurrently with the, with the, with the regular season. Diba? And you were asked to play in the Summer League along with your regular season games. Diba? So that's, that's pretty messed up. Um, it's weird because now they're free to do that kind of stuff with NXT. Because uh, I guess me sharing. It's not just relegation anymore. It's, it's straight up sharing rosters here. Um uh, it's I don't know. Well, it was unfortunate because Wesley got injured. I think that was the plan for him to get it back and to get uh, the championship on an NXT guy. Um, there was an opportunity to build up yung brewing three-way feud between Dragon Lee, who was race proxy against Santos and Dominic. Diba? So I'm not that mad at it. But it is kind of telling that this particular championship has been with main roster guys in a long for a long time. I, I think Dragon Lee is gonna be a transitional champion anyway. Say again, the Wesley Shadapat eh. Shadapat yung guy to beat Dominic, but because he got injured, so they they ha- they need to uh take away the title from Dominic. So Dragon Lee, I guess, was the next uh was the next in line. And uh you know, I know. Um, it's like I know. It's like uh, the Ring of Honor in AEW thing. <laughs> you know, they will win the title. They yeah, will win the ROH title. The, exactly. They're still exactly. gonna be Pero, appearing on AEW. Ring of Honor isn't marketed as I mean, isn't no, but, explicitly uh, marketed as a developmental, developmental brand, even yeah. though we know it is. Because the mga bench, mga third string, fourth string AEW and done. But um, at least 
they just treat it as another brand almost co-equal with aw which is why it's fine but this one to nxt kasi was is literally a uh farm league right? it's it's not supposed to be where the main roster stay for long and hog their championships <laughs> Yeah, uh, nonetheless, congratulations to Dragon Lee for becoming North American champion. That's his first title in WWE. And prayers up for Wesley uh, being out for another 8 to 12 months has to suck, especially since kababalik lang niya, di ba? he was supposed to quote unquote finish his own story in NXT. So uh, we're just sana, hoping for the best for Wesley here. Sana, sana legit to, I mean, not because, you know, sana injured siya, but I, I hope that. This wasn't a worked injury because they needed Legit, to. No, so having a report. Okay. That's, 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 that's great. I mean, that's yeah. great because it's not him being replaced for yeah. advance in in favor of advancing yung uh, Mexican story. Yeah, it was really emotional. Then yung promo no NXT, no NXT na you could see it in his yeah. in, in the way he spoke and in, yeah. in his eyes na he was so disappointed and was so, and he was so hurt na he has to be on the sidelines again. Yeah. So there's that. All right. Uh, let's get to your pick row. And I have a feeling that you pick this because you want to Yeah. Uh, the Continental Classic cheat code continues. It is a Rampage match this time. We don't usually get to pick from Rampage. But it is Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia in the Blue League match. Because Brian Danielson. He missed um, the previous week's uh, uh Continental Classic match on Collision. So they, they had him do two matches. And it was the better match of the weekend of his two matches. Um, I felt like the match with Andrade on Collision went a little overboard because of because of his penchant. Uh, uh, a real injury to get to heighten the drama, right? But this one's really good. It was straight up uh, great action. Uh Daniel Garcia brings out his inner pro wrestler when he, whenever he's with Brian, and um, the story that uh, that they had before, in which uh, Daniel Garcia chose Chris Jericho over him, uh, really informed this pretty well. So really good stuff. Um, if you listen to me every week, you know that uh, Brian Danielson is a great rest, the greatest wrestler in the world right now, and well, he he knows how to do this match, and he knows how to do this kind of match, and he knows how to extract this kind of drama and make you feel young violence that you know they all that william regal taught them all so this is pretty good and uh makes you wish that uh they take daniel garcia seriously again not to the point that they get rid of the dancing and the and the and the personality that they gave him but uh he that guy deserves a push as well not just uh swimming along in the mid card so yeah um this was this was a really good match when the Continental Classic was announced, this was one of the matches that I was ko because you know I know the caliber of Brian Danielson and I know Daniel Garcia is one of the up and comers, and they delivered. They really this I think this is the best match that they had uh, mm. up until this point. This is the best one. I mean, time limit pato, so um, it went under twenty minutes, but they I don't know they maximized the time that they were given and they really cooked. And I I, I like the story of. Um, within the match, na when Garcia pulled the uh, the the dance, dunsha mm. dunsha dinali ni, ni Brian, <laughs> <laughs> and that and um uh Daddy Magic was on the commentary. And oh was yeah, like, yeah, No, no, don't do that. Don't right? do that. that was 
That was Danny top Magic says story. no. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a top, that was a top notch uh, storytelling within the match. I really like, I really like that. So, um, again, uh, wala pang points si I think DG played his role naman in yeah. the Continental Classic mm-hmm. window. Uh, wala siyang points. I mean, that usually happens even in G1. That usually happens yeah. the the young yeah. guy doesn't get points, yeah. but he that yun yung parang breakout moment mm-hmm. nila. Eh. In yung internal struggle niya. Yeah, and I. In 2024, I'm gonna expect I'm gonna be expecting big things here for Daniel Garcia. I really, I really hope that TK realizes how how much of a star he can be and you know really push him now for real this time. Now explain mo na kung bakit si Daniel Garcia na sa Continental Classic at hindi si Daddy Magic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it, it's fun to see Brian in a mode like this. In parang uh, ansa yung nagahabol may konting gigil. Uh, that was uh, really enjoyable. Um, I also loved seeing Brian just take Daniel Garcia to school. But uh, Garcia, we we you know if you've been following him seriously since he first appeared on AEW, you know he can hang with Brian, and they've had a series of matches before. So um, it's not like they really did anything new. Um, if anything, yung added wrinkle lang is mas may may personality na ngayon si Garcia as opposed to before na he was really just the red death guy na. Uh, he was like a younger Brian or a younger Kyle O'Reilly. At least now he has the dancing and um, the history with the JAS, the history with uh, 2.0, diba? Um To add to yung performance niya uh, as a as a shooter in the ring. So I, I like what they did with this. Really fun. And uh, the best part is none of us have to pay a fine. Because sabi ni Brian, if a fine karaw niya pag di ka, ni mo pinanotong match na to. Yeah, and he knows what he was doing. He knew that uh, he needed to make uh, Rampage a must-watch. So I, I appreciated that because they don't usually get that. They don't usually do that for Rampage as much. Yeah. Wait, so uh, Daniel, uh, Brian uh, Danielson is the only guy from the tournament who wrestled on back-to-back nights, right? Yes, because he didn't wrestle uh, a no, Continental first week. Classic match in no the first yeah. week. Man, he doesn't know the word load management. That's that's no, he, he does because he didn't <laughs> wrestle the week before. Also, so, uh, Rampage is technically three days before collision. Yeah, but oh, in yeah, kayfabe, yeah, kayfabe, they, in kayfabe, kayfabe, they said that it was less than 24 hours. Yeah, uh, so mas ano yun, uh, pampahaba ng bird ni Brian, di ba? Oh, <laughs> nagpakto ba ka ho? Tsaka, um, sorry, I forgot what I was gonna say. Anyway, go on. All right. Let's move on to Chino's pick, and he selected a match from Impact's final resolution. So it's the last show under the Impact banner before they transition to be, uh, becoming TNA once again in 2024. And the match he picked was uh, Speedball, Mike Bailey, and the debuting Trent Seven taking on the Rascals. So um, if you're not familiar with the Rascals, it's the team of Wesley back in Impact. So his guys, um, Trey Miguel and... Uh, Zach Wentz, the, the former mm. Nash Carter, Silayon, Rascals. They're now heels in uh, TNA. And Sabini Chino, very enjoyable daw sila as heels because uh, Naborsha with their Gen Z take on DX. So I, act- <laughs> I actually enjoyed the match because of all the combo moves from both sides. I mean, Mike Bailey and Trent Seven, I have no idea if they've tagged before, but they seem to have some in-ring chemistry. I really like that. And then during the heat of the match or during the part where the Rascals were dominating uh, Mike Bailey and Trent Seven, sobrang nat- natuwa ako dun sa mga combos nila. They would tag in and out and just really put the beat down on, I-, I believe it was Trent Seven who was accepting most of the damage for the babyface team. So uh, that was something that I, that I liked from from this match. Um, apparently, after it ended, uh, Scott Demore offered Trent Seven a contract, and I'm, I, I wasn't able to catch this part. But there was a subtle cheap, uh, cheap shot at NXT or WWE. There, what do you think about that? 
I didn't catch it as well. Um, I didn't know if it happened on the show, like uh, Triple H offering Cedric. I didn't even offering, but uh, uh, acknowledging Cedric. Um, or I don't know if it happened backstage, but um, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, uh, it may long history of TNA taking shots at WWE. I know, and, right? For better or worse. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's one of those things. Um, they did lose out on uh, keeping Trent Seven because uh, all. Two members of British Strong Style were there, and then they didn't see value in Trent Seven. Um, I kind of get why, but you know, Trent Seven is pretty good, and Sayang Ben. Uh, it's a nice pickup for Impact uh, for TNA. It's it's. I'm not mad at it. It's not bad. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought Ring of Honor would have AW would have signed yeah, him when that. he appeared uh, a while back, but didn't get it. So. I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I, a part of me wishes that uh, we could, you know, we, uh, we could have seen British strong style in the main roster, pero hindi na yale. And so, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. Um, I'm fine with this. I mean, Trent Seven is, I don't know, say like he's uh, he's on the stage of his career where I feel like he's gonna transition from being a wrestler to a coach now. So probably he's, he's a good hand for TNA. So he, can, he can still go and. He's uh, gonna be an adult in the room there, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like nagkukulang naman ng adults in Impact, but uh, yeah. yeah, you know, Impact is uh, still a great place to work from uh, most people who have um, spoken up about it. So it's great na uh, they're stocking up on talent as well, talent na may legit experience, the you know the pedigree of having been in NXT or NXT UK or WWE. So. Um, that that's really good stuff coming from Impact, and uh, congratulations to you know uh, the the company for uh, pulling off final resolution and being one step closer to getting back the glory days of the TNA brand. Ito na, uh, yun yung malaking pasabog nila for twenty twenty four. All right, we're gonna close things out with my pick of the week, which is the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, I I really love this match because nagustuhan ko yung fact na ang daming pinfalls. It's it's very video gamey. Yung tipong someone like Braun Breaker comes in, spear, 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 na yeah. three points sa bigla. Medyo nakakagago, but it's also something that I would realistically believe because he spent 15 minutes in the back stewing. So this guy is the freshest guy in there, diba? And hypothetically, if like it's a video game, you could have spammed him with finishers para pagpasok niya, spear, 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 diba? So like that made sense. Bugbug na rin mga kalaban niya. Easy way for him to pick up the the points. And if you weren't rooting for Braun Breaker, it would have been easy heat on Braun. Because you're like, screw this guy. Ang daya niya, naka three points siya agad. I want someone else to win. So it may it raised your rooting interest agad in all of the other characters, whether it was Josh Briggs or Tyler Bate, uh, Trick Williams or, uh, crap, I forgot the other person. Um, Dijak. Yun, Dijak, thank you. Dijak, speaking of Dijak, my gosh, uh, the, the guy really had another standout performance. And I, I'm at a point where I'm asking myself, when does Dijak get his break? Because this dude just keeps getting beat down, keeps dishing <laughs> out punishment, and yet, well, he's just there. You know, Parang I, I want more for Dijak. I think he's in the Blair Davenport holding pattern, din, uh, yung nga, na, na stuck din sa pila. And then there was the Tracy McGrady moment, me, Trick Williams, as you alluded to, Emil. <laughs> what the hell? In less than a minute, the dude was able to rack up four points. Can we just get into how, how silly and, and fun it all was? Because it's not like Super Darby Allen, na it left a, a, a bad taste in my mouth. It's like, na okay, I buy it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, 
I I enjoyed this match because yeah, I I wanted to see pins. I wanted to see falls because it was an Iron Man match at the end of the day, and I wanted to see them rack up the score and not go uh not you know go the entire 25 minutes not scoring the way um the women did because uh, that's what I said in my review now I, I I wanted a lot of pinfalls I wanted to ratchet up the ratchet up the drama uh early on as possible like have someone run away with the lead or whatever and uh I think making enjoyable for me you you know Tracy McGrady uh outburst knee trick Williams so that was pretty fun. Um, it uh, it's one of those things that it does have to get established. This the the mystique of this match, the the gravitas of this match. Uh, I think they're doing a good job with with how they're doing it now. Uh, it's off to a great start. Um, yeah, okay, uh, I enjoyed it, and it 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 was a step in the right direction for me. How in how I feel about how this match should be worked. And Trick Willie is a made man after yeah, this, Deva. Definitely, yeah. And these guys just got it. These guys got the spirit and the essence of what an Iron Survivor match should be. You know, a lot of falls, a lot of scoring, but an all-star mm. game. And oh. Trick Williams <laughs> at the end there with the, <laughs> the Tracy McGrady comeback. The 13 points in 33 seconds moment. I feel um, like... Sorry, sorry. Really quickly. Yeah. I feel like Olapang's sense of strategy when with, uh, with the people who approach this match like um i don't feel a sense of them thinking about how to go about the the it was winning this in the best way i think Braun was the closest to that to say he realized the he was the last guy so only only has like 10 minutes to rack up fall so he immediately went in there and you know just speared everyone oh, yeah i did see him yeah, yeah. That, that was that was the closest thing that you were that Dusasira sabi more um and Yun, eh. Yun yung moment, that's when the match really picked up for me, when Braun entered in, mm. you know, and that's when the scoring, you know, suddenly popped up. Kasi kailangan nila maghabol kay Braun eh. Kasi oh. Braun has, has three points eh. So that's when all the, the crazy thing ha- crazy things happened. And there was that moment when all three guys were um on the penalty box and nagsapahan sila. Oh, they had, they had a hockey really, fight. They had a phone yeah, booth like, fight. Yeah, that was really good as well. So this was, I feel like, the first time na the competitors really truly got what an Iron Survivor mm. match should be. And this is like this is gonna be a precedent for future Iron Survivor matches. Na this should this should be the benchmark for for it. Maganda rin yung wrinkle towards the end when uh Trick Willie had his T Mac moment. Nah, he started pinning the guys who also had three points. Yeah. So he yeah. didn't just pin them to score falls for himself. He also put them in the penalty box where hindi na sila makakalabas yeah. and get additional points. So well, that's like an extra layer of psychology. I mean, like uh, obvious because about time was running down. But like when you think about it, it's like offense and defense in the same move. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I enjoyed Jung Ananya. He got to store up the, the finishers and, and <laughs> go crazy. Uh, I, I would feel bad if our listeners didn't play WW2K so they didn't get the concept of storing finishers. Or even worse, if they're as young as Rowan and do not know who Tracy McGrady is. <laughs> oh, come, come on. Are there, pe- are there really kids now who doesn't know? Sure, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no way. I, I don't believe that. Emil, have you not seen the kids at MWF shows? <laughs> you gonna buy that? I mean, Tina, old, he's a bro. legend. I you mean... old? No, you old. Nagtatrabaho na nagbabayad ng buwis. You old, man. Okay. Right. 
those are our picks. Uh, let us know what you think about your picks of the week or if you want to add to the conversation we're having here. You know where to find us. It is at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Uh, you can catch us again on Thursday. The live streams are back, baby. 7 p.m. Yep. Facebook and YouTube Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We're going to be there. We hope you will be as well. And for our patrons and our customers who took part in our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, Black Friday Pasabay Run, unti-unti na pumapasok yung mga orders na then they're actually here in Manila already so uh stay tuned for a message from us on how you can get your merch all right um, oh yeah that's right we've got a christmas raffle that we're doing on the wrestling wrestling podcast facebook page so if you haven't noticed meron tayong LA night gift pack so it's an LA night t-shirt large yung size niya so as much as possible sana maraming magkasha dun uh, we've also got LA night wristbands and an LA night beanie perfect for sweater weather so if you want to win that original authentic LA night merch from WWE shop all you have to do is to go to this website. It's tinyurl.com slash WWP Christmas Raffle. So, hindi um, pa natin kayang i-afford na uh, i-sponsor fully yung item. So, you're gonna have to buy a raffle entry. But for the patrons, uh, you actually get two entries per 100 pesos as opposed to everyone else na 100 pesos equals one raffle entry. And we're gonna be announcing the winners and doing the live draw on our sept- uh, December 21 live stream. That is uh, a week from next Thursday. Yeah, there's that. But yeah, uh, we do want someone to walk away with yeah. an LA Night gift pack. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So please, uh, go again. Could once be you. Again, check it out. 100 lang. Oh, 100 lang kailangan gastos in. Or, or more. Or, ano pala? You don't, you're not limited to one order. Uh, if you want to get more chances of winning, you can spend as much as you want uh, within reason, of course. I mean, we're not going to stop you, but siempre, uh, if you want to beat the competition, um, that is the way to go. Like in all, like in any raffle and uh, raffle promo. Yeah. So again, it's tinyurl.com slash WWP Christmas Raffle for as low as 100 pesos. You can actually get some authentic LA Night merch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Follow us on social media at EML underscore Meister, at Monday Night Rowan, at China Supersized, at Rowis War, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper for doing everything that he does uh, backstage for the podcast and to all of the other Babyface producers over on the pod network as well. As for us, we're out of here. See you on Thursday for the live stream. On behalf of Ro Moran and Emil Nate, my name is Stan C saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Later, weirdos. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the pod network entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 